team. Uh, and it did. <laughs> That's exactly what it meant, which is totally fine. No big deal. It was nice. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it's just always nice to be around family uh, and people like that. You know, as you grow up uh, or get older, and I'm 26 years old, so obviously I'm still a young guy, but you start to realize that most things in life suck. And really, there's very few things that actually matter. And one of the things that do matter are relationships, friendships, things like that. Uh, I hate to be, you know, the cynical person and things of that nature, but it just is what it is. You know, you turn on the radio and the radio, ever, like nearly every song sucks. Um, and so it just is what it is, as they say. Uh, and you look at your work, you, you know, you look at most of the things and the, they just don't matter. They're not super fulfilling. The thing that does matter, however, are your friends and your family, especially your family. Uh, and that's that. So my Thanksgiving was really good, really good. Um, uh, I really did not eat too much. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Um, and, uh, by the way, in the comments, by the way, if you haven't shared this out, share this out. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm sharing it. I will get to your guys' comments momentarily. I promise. Uh, I'm just sharing this out. Um, share in the comments what you had for Thanksgiving. I'm curious what you had for Thanksgiving. Um, and I will read it and we'll have a blast doing it. Before I get into Iowa versus Nebraska, um, we I want to talk about five-star Xavier Nwankpa because, and before I do that, by the way, I want to mention, you know, and, and there's nothing more that bothers me, okay, when it comes to this whole scene, okay, podcasting you know, sports podcasting, things like that. There's nothing more that bothers me than guys like Sean Bach or David Eichholt commenting towards Iowa fans like you and me, okay, saying, oh, you know, don't, don't tweet at a recruit. Don't do, shame on you, you know, shame on you. And it's like, okay, for the most part, that's accurate, okay? But you guys are the ones that facilitate our passion. You're the ones that literally, that is your job. Your job is to follow high school recruits. And I think it is a major cope. I think it's a major cope that they, you know, that they know what they do is kind of silly. Um, they're not being honest about it. So they shame us. Now, is that me saying that you should, um, tweet at a recruit. No. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. And ultimately they don't, the recruits don't give a damn what you and I say at all. They don't care. So if that's the case, if, if, if your tweet 
ultimately is not going to help your school get that recruit, then don't even do it. Don't even give them the time of day. Now, with all that being said, okay, let's go back. I want to kind of tell a story here, okay? Xavier Nwangpa was not the number one player in the state of Iowa at the beginning. Now, in my opinion, Aaron Graves, the Iowa defensive line commit, is the number one player in the state. I watched his tape. I watched his film. You guys should go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's a good video. I think Aaron Graves is the best player in the state. Largely, he is unrewarded because he's been committed to Iowa for so long. And he doesn't go to this camp, this camp, or this camp. He basically stays in his town and just works. Okay. So there's that. I think he's the number one. But anyways, okay. Xavier Nwangpa was not the number one player in the state, okay? Matter of fact, I don't even think Iowa was his first offer, okay? He shot up to four-star status, which was awesome. It was really cool. He shot up to four-star status. By the way, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. It really helps. We're so close to 1,000 subs. We're so close. Help me get there. Help us get there together. He shot up to four-star status, and then slowly but surely, there was just a ton of momentum around Nwangpa, and he became a five-star or high, high, high four-star guy. The dude has offers everywhere, okay? And I'm going to pull up his, um, his thing here momentarily, okay? I will do that. Um. He shot up to five-star status or high four-star status. During this time, Ohio State was was a huge favorite to land Xavier Nwankpa. Now, it's also important to note that Iowa in their their top 25 2021 recruiting class, there were two positions that they swung and missed on. DB or more so corner because they did get a four-star safety in Cooper Dijon, okay, Dijon, but they missed on tight end and corner, okay? That is important to note. Xavier Nwankpa was highly favored to go to Ohio State. Then Iowa, and and by the way, it's also important to note all the allegations the Iowa football program received as well, okay? That definitely did not help Iowa's cause, okay? And I continue to call them allegations because that is exactly what they are up until this point, okay? Now, Iowa, and I don't know which recruit specific or excuse me which um which coach went after Nwangpa hard here okay but out of nowhere Iowa just just started to build momentum with Nwangpa 
They literally had, and, and I, I swear to you guys, okay, I've been right on a few things. Number one, I was absolutely correct about the, um, what was it? The, the junior season Luca Garza team. I was right about Iowa State not being as good as everybody thought this year. And I was right. I was the first one to say that Xavier Nwankpa was, or Iowa was gaining a ton of momentum. If you go on my Facebook and you scroll down, you'll see that I commented that I, I would not be shocked if Iowa landed Xavier Nwankpa, okay? Because they, they, in recruiting, what they say is follow the visits, follow the visits. And Iowa had Xavier Nwankpa on campus like five, six times, five, six times. And I remember myself going through the recruiting process. And again, water polo is not the same as football. I got it. Okay. But following the visits is definitely a big deal. It means a lot. Okay. Look at this. Look at this, guys. He has been on campus. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Seven. Seven. Look at all of these offers. It's incredible. I mean, he has offers from everywhere. And Iowa, fast forward to today, and Iowa is now the favorite to land Xavier Nwankpa, five-star Xavier Nwankpa. Now, will that happen? I don't know. Okay. And is it, how big of a deal is it? Well, I would say it's a medium-sized deal in that it's always big to keep in-state talent home. And it's always big to keep four-star slash five-star in-state talent home as well. Not to mention his teammate is a five-star offensive lineman. Okay. So there's the connection aspect to it. So I would say it's a medium deal. Now, obviously, there's no guarantee that he chooses Iowa, and there's no guarantee that he ultimately pans out like we think. I mean, a lot of guys end up just not being as good as you thought. Look at this. Here are the predictions. Here. Look at this. Er Look at this. Early in the process, like 8 5 21. Okay. And 10, 29, 20, almost a full year. If a full year ago, he was predicted to go to Ohio state. Now the overwhelming prediction is Iowa. Pretty high meter. Okay. Pretty high meter. So I think it's good news. If Iowa lands this guy, I think it would, in my opinion, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer to go to Iowa. Okay. Number one, you're close enough to your family, but still far away enough to where it feels like you're on your own, which is kind of how I felt when I went off to college to play division one water polo. Okay. I, my, the school I went to was about two hours away from where my family lived, but it still felt like I was on my own. Okay. 
and it was nice to have my family still have the ability to watch all my games, all my games, or most of them. And trust me, that matters with Xavier Nwankpa, okay? And the other thing is with name, image, and likeness, you better believe that the best school you could go to is your in-state school who happens to be a top 15, top 18 program in the country and who happens to be one of the best schools at producing not only NFL talent, but especially defensive back talent. And here's one more point I want to add. Can you imagine how good the secondary would be with Cooper, Dejan, and Xavier Nwankpa? That would be crazy. All right, I'm going to go to some of the comments. Let's go to some of the comments. And then we'll talk Nebraska versus Iowa. By the way, guys, let me know if you're working, if you have today off. I have today off. I had Thursday and Friday off. So I have a four-day weekend, uh, which is pretty, pretty sweet. I can't, I'm losing my voice, guys. Look at this freeze. Look at this freeze frame right here. Man, I look like such a goofball. Cooper Moffitt. I hate Nebraska more than any other team in college football. I got to, Cooper, I got to say, I agree with you. Many Iowa fans dislike Iowa State. I could care less about Iowa State. It's probably because I live in California. Um, Half of my family are Iowa State fans because my family is from the Fort Dump area. Fort Dodge, excuse me, I shouldn't have said that. Come on, Nolan. Fort Dodge area. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Okay. It's a sweet town. There, half of them are Iowa State fans. My grandpa, who's one of the closest people to me in my life, is an Iowa State fan. But I just, I don't really care about Iowa State. They hold zero significance to me as an Iowa fan. I hate Nebraska and Wisconsin. Those are the two teams that bother me the most. All right. Eric Weidman. I don't like turkey. Ham is the way to go. Nice. Nice. Michael Morin. I've been dealing with a cold all week, very light Thanksgiving dinner. Unfortunately, just glad I'm well enough to watch the Iowa game. Well, listen, Mike, I hope you get better um, and uh, enjoy the time off. I, but again, I hope you get better. Rob Loney, good morning. What's up, Rob? How you doing, buddy? Eric Weidman, message retracted. Uh, Dylan Eccles, I think that's how you say it. Heard Iowa players were sick. Yeah, I'll check that out. I, I don't know how true that is, but I'll check that out. And needed to take separate buses. Um, Rob Loney, LOL, why not tweet at a recruit as long as you aren't an idiot about it? Listen, for the most part, I agree, okay? But I'll give you an example of, like, how even if you're respectful, it can still come, like, they can still, I don't know, uh, come after you. Okay. I'll tell you guys a story. There was an article that was written by an Ohio state insider that, and there was a tweet that, uh, that, uh, five-star offensive line, uh, or five-star offensive lineman, Caden Proctor tweeted. And there was an Ohio state fan who commented saying, Oh, he's definitely going to Ohio state or something like that. I commented not to Caden Proctor, but to the Ohio State fan, an article saying 
that it was about 50-50 between Iowa and Ohio State. Caden then commented to me saying that I had it all wrong. My point is, is that that was as respectful as it gets. I didn't even tweet at the dude and he still came towards me. And I commented back to him and I said, listen, dude, you know, I, I wasn't even directly talking to you. Uh, and at the end of the day, Iowa fans are just excited. It's no big deal. Uh, it's all good. So sometimes it, it doesn't matter, but I agree. As long as you're respectful, for the most part, it's all good. Um, and by the way, let me add this. Since I've started this, okay, Tyler Goodson's mom has reached out to me and I've had conversations with her. I've had conversations with uh, Addison Ostranga, the tight end commit, uh, Jacob Bostic, uh, uh, Carson May, uh, and their family. They've retweeted the videos. So for the most part, it's all good. That's so it's all good. The thing that bothers me are the Sean Box of the world who say, you know, don't do that. You know, you guys are crazy. And it's like, dude, your job is doing exactly what we do every now and again. So chill out. Anyways, um, Xavier, Rob Loney, Xavier is a monster athlete. That's true. He is. He is. He is a prototypical. If you have any question of what a Division One athlete is, just look at Xavier Nwanka's film and you'll find out real quick. The block field goal of his versus Prairie was super impressive, just jumped straight up, knocked it out of the air. Paul Hoffer beat the bras. Michael Morin, if you want to win on game day, you have to win recruiting in your state. True. It's been the way of college football seemingly since the beginning of time. I agree. And unfortunately, Iowa State has beaten Iowa this year more often than not, especially in the state of Iowa. Now, is it super lopsided? No, Iowa still got Aaron Gray's. And if they get Xavier Nwangpa, then Iowa still won, okay? Because they have two highly, highly ranked guys. But Iowa State's done well. By the way, I think Matt Campbell is gone. Uh, I know uh, a lot of Iowa fans. I commented this on Facebook. Uh, let's see. I commented this on Facebook. Um, so not that it matters a great deal to us Hawk fans, but do you think Campbell is gone? LSU and USC are potential destinations. And most people said, no, I think he's gone. I think Matt Campbell is gone at Iowa State. The bottom line is, number one, he's probably done all he can at Iowa State. Uh, number two, in my opinion, he's a good, not great coach, but at a place like LSU or USC, he may be, may be able to become a great coach. And number three, I don't think he's ever, ever going to be as highly sought after as he is right now. And sometimes you need to just take advantage of it. Okay. So it just is what it is. I think he's gone. Um, Huck Finn last regular season game. Go Hawks. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay. And I need to hit on that guys. This is such a huge game. It, it really is. Okay. It is 
This is a massive opportunity for Iowa to win 10 games for the second time in three years. Okay. Even if, and not to mention, Iowa still has a shot to make it to Indianapolis. Okay. They still have a shot. I want to pull this up, how Iowa has done the last, the last, uh, let's, let's take a look. 2019 Iowa football. There's still a ton to play for today. If, if you are, if you are Kirk Ferentz this morning, you're waking up and you're telling your guys anything can happen today. But the number one thing we must do is win this game today and take care of business to give us a shot. At the very least, we'll win 10 games, which is a huge accomplishment. Huge. Now, in my opinion, the college football playoff committee uh, and especially Gary Barda are screwing Iowa. Iowa is a top 15 team, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and you will never be able to convince me that Michigan State's two losses are four spots better than Iowa's two losses, okay? But uh, there is still a ton to play for today. And it, it kind of makes it tough to be an Iowa fan because on one hand, you want to raise the expectations of the Iowa Hawkeyes to become a regular nine-win, ten-win team getting to the Big Ten Championship. But on the other hand, you're like, you know what? We've been good for 40 years. We've had two 10-win seasons in the past three years, or, well, hopefully, okay? It's, it's all good. It's all good. So I'm somewhere in the middle right now. I'm somewhere in the middle between raising the bar for Iowa and what Iowa can become and also just being grateful that Iowa is good or decent. Let's go back to 2018. Nine and four in 2018. You guys can see that right there. In 2019, Iowa smashed USC. That was awesome. And won 10 games. I'm trying to see where that's at. 10 and three. Okay. And 2020, they finished six and two and likely would have been eight and two, but still, I'm not going to do that game, uh, you know, but they had Michigan and Missouri who canceled and quit the game using Koof as an excuse not to play, but they went six and two, finished top 15 in the country. And right now, Iowa is nine and two. Another thing I think we should talk about, guys, is that Scott Frost is still at Nebraska. You know, let me show you guys something, okay? Just to show you how delusional Nebraska is, okay? Let's pull up Dan Mullen, and then I'll show you guys Scott Frost. Just to show you how delusional Nebraska is currently about how they are doing, okay? This is Dan Mullen right here, who just got ounced as Florida's coach. Look at this. They were 10 and three, 11 and two, eight and four, and five and six. One season below 500. Okay. Now let's take a look at Scotty Frost. Let's take a look at Scotty Frost. At Scotty, Scotty Frost, Frost. It's Scotty. Look at this. 
Look at this. Four and eight, five and seven, three and five, and three and eight. It's it's incredible. And then you look at Mel Tucker, who in his second season has gotten Michigan State to a winning uh, campaign. And you will never be able to convince me that Michigan State had more talent than Nebraska does. They don't even have more talent than Nebraska does this year, let alone last year and the year before. It's incredible. I cannot believe Scott Frost is still the head coach of Nebraska. I really can't. Really can't. All right, I'm going back to the comments. Going back to the comments. Um, Let's look here. My guy, Dean. Dean's in here. I love it. Uh, Dean, if you can, share this out, buddy. Appreciate it. Let's go to Dean's comment. Uh, I have this sinking feeling about today's game, the same feeling I had before the Purdue game. Dean, oh, my gosh. Don't, get out of here with that. Chris Wilson, nothing beat, nothing beats leftovers and a big Iowa win today. Chris, I got to disagree with you. Leftovers suck. Uh, the microwave sucks. Uh, I just got to disagree with you there. In my opinion, nothing beats fresh food. Okay. But if you like it, that's all that matters. Hang loose, dude. That's all that matters. All right. Cooper Moffitt, I bet we'll be in the Outback Bowl win or lose. Right now, it's about 50-50 between the Citrus Bowl and the Outback Bowl, okay? Um, Cooper Moffitt, assuming Wisconsin wins. Eric Weidman, I think it's hard to win recruiting against Ohio State. True, it is. That's true. Um, especially when Iowa simply – Iowa just doesn't out-recruit people, not only – not because they don't have the talent to – or Iowa isn't a good school to go to, but recruiting is a 24-7, seven-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year job. And if you ask me, do I really think Kirk Ferentz and Phil Parker and Brian Ferentz are recruiting that hard? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, they know that as long as they get a guy with some talent, they can develop him to where he needs to be. I mean, that's why Dan Mullen is out at Florida because he didn't put the time and energy into recruiting like he should have. I mean, it's it, it's all good if you develop your talent, if you don't if you don't put all this time and energy into recruiting, but you develop talent, it's all good. But if you don't do that, then you're screwed. Um. Rob Loney, you aren't wrong, Eric, but you just said you just have to go after the guys that for your program that would pay that would play a lot and would just be another player at Ohio State. Michael Morin, do you think James Franklin goes back to the SEC? No, I don't. I think James Franklin is happy at Penn State. Now, obviously, I don't know the guy, but I think he's happy at Penn State. Uh, the Big Ten, in my opinion, is right next to the sec and in some cases better the tv revenue is better in the big 10 than it is in the sec the alumni base is better in the big 10 than it is in the sec so in some circumstances the big 10 is actually better than the sec now the sec is slightly better in overall talent 
both high school and in college. But the Big Ten is right there. I mean, it, it, it's right there. I think he stays. The only job, in my opinion, James Franklin would be able be would be willing to take in the SEC is a Florida, is an LSU, and it doesn't look like he's going to take it. So if he doesn't take Florida and he doesn't take LSU, well, he's just not going to do it. So he's going to stay at Penn State. And let's be honest, guys. Outside of a few seasons, James Franklin has been pretty mediocre at Penn State. Well, slightly above average. Mediocre is probably too strong a word. Um, Eric Weidman, Franklin just signed a 10-year contract. Yeah, that's true. He did. It doesn't really mean much. I mean, look at Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell did that last year. And in my opinion, there's a good chance he gone. Matt Campbell, he gone. Um, Michael Morin, thanks, guys. Didn't realize that. D-Dub, Graves is a beast. He is. Aaron Graves is the real deal. You guys should go check that video out. He is the real deal. Uh, Cooper Moffitt, po personally, I would have preferred to play Adrian Martinez as he is an interception machine. I, I do understand that, but... To be honest, I'm happy that Logan's that Adrian Martinez is out as an Iowa fan. Okay. Uh, no one will be able to convince me that a freshman or sophomore quarterback like Logan Smothers will be able to slice and dice this Iowa defense. I doubt it. Here, I got to, I want to pull up the Iowa versus Nebraska preview just to show you guys the side-by-side -side comparison. And another thing I don't understand is all these people saying, well, Nebraska should be getting credit because they've lost eight games by seven points. And it's like, yeah, they've lost eight games. They suck. Okay. I don't care if it's by two points, by one point, by three points. I don't even care if they end up beating Iowa today. They still suck. They're a below 500 team. They're not good. They're one and seven in the Big Ten, including losses to Illinois. They're not good. They're bad. Scott Frost is not good. I'm tired of the excuses for Nebraska. With that being said, ESPN gives Nebraska a 57.6% chance to win this game. I bet you guys would be surprised by this. Iowa is not in the top 25, according to ESPN's football power index. It's kind of surprising, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, personally, I would prefer. Oh, OK, uh, Dylan Eichels. Hawk team is sick. Dylan Eichels. Lots of guys not feeling well. Nolan. <laughs> yes, Dylan. I'm right here. <laughs> Michael Morin. Uh, 2019 Holiday Bowl will forever be a pinnacle game. I agree. That was awesome. Uh, seeing Leinert and Bush have to eat massive crow after the game was hilarious. It was. That's true. That I that was awesome. You're right. That that was awesome. Uh, is the flu thing with the Iowa player real or just a rumor? I'm going to look at the tweets here in a second, see if it's true. Okay. I don't know if it is. Michael Morin, 34-15, somehow gets you fired in college. I don't know. I just feel like that's not a recipe for success. But then again, LSU is playing a guy eight figures to go away two years after winning a natty. Here's the deal, guys. When there's so much money, when there's that much money, that when there's that much money on the table, 
you have to win and you have to win at a high level. Now, everything matters contextually, you know, different things matter contextually, but you have to win. Okay. Blake Morris is the Hawk team sick with the flu is Nwankpa coming to Iowa. Go back and rewatch the beginning. Xavier Nwankpa is heavily favored to go to Iowa. Huck Finn, fingers crossed for Iowa to go in and destroy Nebraska and Minnesota destroy Wisconsin. Big Ben, uh, Big Ten West games today. Minnesota and Wisconsin play tomorrow. Hawks are sick. That's right. It's Friday today. LOL. Uh, Dylan Eichel, uh, 100%. By the way, guys, I got. I want to put this in there too. Uh, I'm not saying that you have to do this, but I always forget to put this in there. Um Dylan, if you can put a link or or whatever to for me to go to to show that the players are sick, I will happily go to it and check it out. Um, I or tell me where you saw that at. I will check it out. Uh, here is the link to the PayPal if you guys want to help the channel out. Um, I doubt Nwankpo will come to Iowa. It would be awesome to get him though. We will be okay if we don't. D-Dub, I got to show you this, okay? I got to show you this. Here are the current predictions for Xavier Nwankpa. By the way, these guys never go above a seven if they don't feel very good about it, okay? In my opinion, he's going to Iowa. The only way he doesn't go to Iowa is if Ohio State magically comes up with something that he hasn't seen yet. But in my opinion, he's going to Iowa. It, 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 Iowa has won this recruitment. Um, I heard Riley Moss is considering coming back for his super senior year. He is. I will, I will be doing a video on guys who I think will transfer and guys who I think will come back slash go uh, to the NFL. I will be doing that as soon as this last game is done. I will put that out. That's going to be a fun video. Um, Riley will come back. He missed a few games this year. In my opinion, Riley Moss has been the best corner Iowa's had this season. Uh, and Matt Hankins, I think, will get drafted, but he kind of slid down a little bit. He kind of slid down a little bit. Uh, and But will that help Iowa? Yes. By the way, Iowa, they are going to be loaded next year. They have so much young talent on this team. They will be loaded next year getting Riley Moss back next year would be nice all right guys let's break this down let's just get down to it listen it's it's very simple if Iowa can run the ball if their offensive line who has been playing better better if they can open up some holes if they can get to Logan Smothers today everything should be just fine in my opinion because Iowa is Iowa, they will find a way to make this game closer than it needs to be. But I feel very good about Iowa today. They have much more to play for than Nebraska does. In, in my estimation, we're either going to see two things from Nebraska. Number one, they're just going to, they're done with this season and they just want to get to the offseason as quickly as possible. And they're just going to basically pack it in. Or number two, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Iowa because they have nothing to lose, and they're going to try and get some momentum going into the offseason. Either way, as long as Iowa does what we've seen them do, playing defense, get a few turnovers, run the football, hopefully Alex Padilla can show us something 
in especially some of the things that some of us fans see is capable out of him, that would be great. Alex Padilla, in my eyes, has been very average this season, um, but he provides an element that Spencer Petras does not escape ability. The ability to make plays with his legs. So I'm going with the Hawkeyes today to win this game 28 to 19. That's most of my picks every game. It's about, that's usually how I pick it, but I think the Hawkeyes win this game by nine points uh, fairly easily. I don't think Logan Smothers will be ready to play, and I don't think Nebraska will be ready to play. I think Iowa has a lot to play for today. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging. I really do think you, uh, or hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Mine was great. Uh, and it's always great to get together and hang with family and friends and, you know, just find things to be grateful for. Um, as I said, most things in life kind of suck, uh, but uh, friends, and fa- uh, friends and family are good. So uh, that is all that matters. All right, guys, I will see you guys in the post game. Got to go for a run here, a little jog, as they say, a little jagging, uh, maybe a little massage. We'll see. Uh, And with that being said, DBAP, don't be a pussy willow. Facts or feelings or feelings don't matter. Love y'all. Go Hawks. Bye.